thinker who is also a rebel for change. Are you ready to step up to the next level and explore the wonderful adventures you can co-create? Let's rise together and create a world that reflects the truth of who we really are. I am the author of the award-winning book, Conversations with the Little Girl Within, a journey of forgiveness, healing, and liberation from unresolved childhood issues. I've been on a spiritual path for more than 25 years, and I have a degree in Christian ministries. I've also owned a successful, award-winning nonprofit organization. I am a new thought leader and an intuitive practitioner who is passionate about helping you learn to live from the inside out. I am spiritual, but I keep it real. Last week on the podcast, I started talking about a topic that I believe is to be the leading reason most marriages fail and relationships don't make it to the altar. And that being because they're incompatible or more than likely have been incompatible since the beginning of the relationship. If you don't know who you are or haven't even established set parameters for your life, There are a myriad of personalities that have the potential to influence your thinking and behavior in any given moment. When you assimilate that reality into your consciousness, you can maneuver through life more successfully and avoid unnecessary emotional strain and conflicts. When I talk about relationships, I prefer to include multiple perspectives, especially from the male persuasion. And recently, I had a refreshing discussion with a young man around the topic of incompatibility, specifically in an intimate relationship. And I will protect his privacy and refer to him as Mr. D, although I do have his permission to share his thoughts. And let me forewarn you, he kept it real, so you will hear some cussing that didn't get edited out. And this episode is not suitable for children. Before we listen to excerpts from that conversation, I want you to understand how relationships form our existence and are crucial to us functioning in this world. Starting with our biological family, from there we develop many other types of relationships. Relationships in school, in our career and work life, play relationships, socializing with friends and associates, religious relationships, intimate relationships, relationships with our children, random relationships as we just go about our daily activities, and most importantly, the relationship that we have with ourselves. And that's just a random list of the myriad of relationships we engage in during the course of a day. Wow. Ruminate on that for a moment. Keep in mind, you may not always be compatible with the people in any one of those various relationships. However, if the situation requires you to deal with a certain type of relationship, Do so, but also learn not to be influenced by any potential negative energy. Be intuitively aware of all vibratory or uncomfortable sensations that arise in your body from the encounter with that individual. And behave and act appropriately, especially to protect your life and your emotional well-being. So the focus of this series of podcasts is on intimate relationships. While I was out last week conducting research in the laboratory of life, I encountered Mr. D, 
and he dropped some nuggets from his personal experience. I felt his insight lent an authentic voice to the topic of incompatibility. During a conversation, he reiterated a statement that I made on a podcast last week about women taught for decades, whether consciously or unconsciously, through cultural or environmental messaging, to marry a man so he can take care of her. Apparently, that idea is still perpetuating in the 21st and some 21st century households. <laughs> so listen to this excerpt from Mr. D. So many families, it's like, get you a man that's going to take care of you that you ain't got. So I'm only worth, and this, this goes outside of a relationship, I'm only worth somebody that can take care of me. I'm not worth it. some women slow in changing that mindset and that's an age-old question and I dare to try to answer that to saying by offering up this self-esteem is a large factor Cherie Carly Scott writes in her book that self-esteem is feeling worthy and able to meet life's challenge self-esteem is the same as confidence self-respect self-worth self-image if a person is feeling those paralyzing emotions then it's easy to see why they would not be able to meet life's challenges they're too busy judging themselves for one and then dealing with the repercussions of attracting people to support their self-deprecation self-esteem is about how you regard yourself you know that self-talk what are you saying to yourself about you How do you feel saying those things about you out loud to somebody else? Ladies, you'll begin to feel more confident about yourself when you learn to be self-sufficient and responsible for earning your own money in order to secure your future. Hey, any finances your partner gives you is a cherry on top of the proverbial cake, and you can bank on that. (laughs) So if you're in a relationship with somebody that you're incompatible with, You are setting yourself up for less happiness than you deserve. I'm just saying. And you could be setting yourself up for a failed relationship. Or another failed relationship. Or again, another failed relationship. (laughs) But if you're smart, before the next one happens, perfect the getting to know you phase of the dating game. More from Mr. D. degree 
channel two, why do you put up with this from this man? Why do you tolerate that? And she's like, well, at my age, where am I going to go? So that's like 40 or 50 years of being in a relationship. Remember, use this analogy. Dating is somewhat like an interview. Let's look at it this way. When you go on a job interview, you can be sure that you're not the only one that employer is going to see. They have a few other candidates waiting, and as soon as they finish interviewing you, they move on to the next person. During that interview with you, the employer may think they like you, but then the next person they see may have the wow factor they want, but then the third person they interview may be more suited to fill their needs for the position, and that person gets a job offer. So why should dating be any different? You are interviewing prospective intimate partners for the position of satisfying a need. What do you need in a relationship? Ask yourself these questions. What do you need in a relationship? Why do you need it? And most importantly, what is the motivating factor that is driving your desire to be in a relationship? Is it just for the sex? Or is it for the companionship? You just want someone to occasionally hang out with? Or are you looking for a person to spend your life with? So you need to get clear on that. To be compatible, you want to be certain that the person you're considering has the same or similar values as you. In rare occasions, does that knowing happen instantly? And more from Mr. D. This is the
You want to be sure you are compatible with a person because you are literally allowing a stranger access to your personal life. And if the wrong person walks in, it may be hard as hell to get rid of them. And if that person is not compatible with you, your relationship bliss can quickly become a relationship blizzard. Ladies, you know there are predators and imposters roaming about seeking whomever they may devour. Think of yourself as if you are the treasure chest full of precious jewels and you know men want to possess your treasures. <laughs> Would you give any John Blow access to your precious jewels? Here's more from the excerpt of my conversation with Mr. D. Here's a tip for discovering what you need in a relationship. Take a moment and think of all the thoughts you've had about a person after a date. And if you're not dating, then reminisce. <laughs> you know, the wish list. I wish he, I wish he were more. Whatever those things you just thought were, write them down. That's what you need your partner to bring to the table. And don't compromise on those standards. That's your intimate partner job description. And it outlines the skills a prospective partner must have. Intimate relationships are crazy and they require a lot of effort and tender loving care for it to be mutually satisfying. But first, you need to realize who you're about to get into bed with before spending years of your life with a person you're not compatible with and haven't been from the beginning. And I posed a question to Mr. D and this is what he had to say. That's comfortable. You're comfortable with your yourself and you're comfortable with your relationship. So why didn't the relationships work then? Because that wasn't my person. You that have, wasn't so your what? My person. Yeah, so y'all wasn't compatible. That's what I thought. I thought you were compatible. Then why would you be with her? So, so you had to take that chance to get into the relationship to figure it out. So how long did it take you before you realized you were Then I exit the situation. I'm not gonna force myself to because you know what's gonna happen. 
front you're more likely to successfully weed out the should-haves are helpful in you growing in awareness and in discovering your true nature. Email me at aspireme2.0 at gmail.com and let me know how you're progressing on your journey from human revolution to spiritual evolution. This is Shirley signing out. Namaste. Namaste.